Welcome to another episode of Plateau Partners Pulse, a show about business networking and ideas brought to you by the Plateau Partners, a BNI chapter that's in the greater Seattle Puget Sound area. I'm your host, Stacey Heller of Stacey Connects. I am joined today by Ariel Hubbard of Hubbard Health Solutions. Hello. Hello. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. I know. It's so nice that we're in studio. We were commenting before we got started that, you know, it's so COVID careful, which obviously makes sense. A hundred percent. But it's so nice to see people and be able to interact. You know, it's an energy thing, which we'll get into later in the episode. So let's start with the speed round. All right. Yep. So I already know your name. I already said it. So instead, tell me childhood nicknames. Just the only one I want to say on the air is Dee Dee. <laughs> I don't even know where that came from. They used to, as a baby, they used to call me Deet, and then they shortened it to Dee Dee. And then they they changed some things to like names you can't say today. They're like, okay, I know it was the seventies. We used to say stuff we can't say these days. <laughs> right, such a different time. It's okay. My nickname was Beans, and Beans? I was like, as uh, in cool. Um. I don't know. I don't know if I was a gassy child or I'm not sure. I don't know. But whatever. Um, So, you know, so that's a bizarre thing. And um, your business name, it's Hubbard Health Solutions. Yes. So it's a lot to take on your name as your business name. So when you were thinking about a name, what led you to go with Hubbard Health Solutions? So what I'm looking for is... Because I'm a holistic health practitioner, I'm looking to help all different levels of somebody's health and what's going on with them. And what I do is I solve problems and I offer solutions. And so that's where I was coming from. I love that. Thank you. I recently was talking about how instead of calling myself a creative problem solver, I'm a uh, creative anticipator. Ooh, that's even better. And it's true. She is. Right? Oh, yeah. It's just like anticipating. And you, um, you know, when it comes to people's health... Typically, they are not anticipating well. <laughs> so, so speaking of that, tell me about your business. Um, what are the products and services that you provide? So, my products are these little hands right here. So, yes, they are. <laughs> Wait, what I do is I help people up level their life to make it the best possible experience they can have. And so, I'm a holistic health pr- practitioner. I'm a massage therapist. I'm an energy healer. And I'm a clinical hypnotherapist. So I work at the body for the massage stuff. I do the emotions with the energy work. I do the mind with the hypnotherapy. And then for the spiritual stuff, I do the energy work also. And so I give treatments, but I also educate people. Um, A lot of times when people come to see me, they're looking for um, advice to deal with their problems. I have people coming to me for insomnia issues, for feeling Mm -hmm. stuck in life. I have people say my legs hurt and I don't understand why or... My neck hurts. But sometimes people come because they're emotionally um, congested Mm -hmm. and they need to offload negative energy. I call it offloading because part of what I do is help them clear that stuff out. Yep. Yep. I love that. It's like you're um, an energy Sherpa. Absolutely. I'm walking up them up the mountain to the highest level of experience they can have and clearing out and throwing out baggage on the way so I don't have exactly. to carry that up to the top of the mountain. And 100%. making it making it easier and explaining being their guide and like, hey, step here and this is why you should do this. I love that. How many years have you been doing this? Well, I've been doing energy work for 32 years. Wow. And I've you're like been, only 35. I know. Don't I look it? Anyway, so yes. 
<laughs> and I've been doing massage for 26 years. And I've also been training massage professional energy healers, um, doctors, nurses for 26 years, too. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Where are you located? So I have an office in Bellevue, Washington, and I also have an office in Seattle. Oh, Seattle. Hello. Sammamish, Washington. Okay. So they're not far from each other. But it, I would imagine that it you're then pulling from different... The Seattle people come to see me in Bellevue. Yep. Right. And then sense. the east side people come to see me in Sammamish. So what makes you different from, I don't want to say competitors, because you're not competing. There's plenty of people to plenty. go around. And even in our own chapter, we have another massage therapist. 100%. So what makes you different from other massage therapists? So one of the things that makes me different is I'm not a mas- just massage therapist. I'm an HHP. I'm a holistic health practitioner. So I'm looking to solve the root cause of the problem, and I help people um, address the deeper issues that are associated. So when somebody says massage therapist, they think, oh, rub my knee and it'll feel better. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at postural patterns. I'm looking at myofascial tension lines. I'm looking at congestion in the meridians. I'm looking at the emotional issues that are stored in the, the tissue. I also am a body whisperer. I listen to people's bodies, their oh, cells totally. communicate. I had a massage with you and you were like, so... Right. Tell me what's going on with, like, say, your mother. <laughs> right. And it was true. And it was true. Right? And I was right? like, okay. I mean, like, on the one hand, like, everybody has an issue with their mother. But you right. were super, like, specific and you knew exactly. And it was, you know, something that was going on. Right. Because those emotional issues, they can contribute to the physical issues that people have. Absolutely. For sure. And And this is not me just saying this. This is... Shown in study after study. Oh, I mean, scientists yeah. cannot deny that energy is what we are made up of. And you moving right. energy and the different parts of the body that are associated with the different energetic fields throughout the body is a scientific reality. Correct. It is. So I love doing it. I love helping people. I love making a difference. And that's helping your, them get their next level. That's my next question. What's your why? My why is I want to make the world a better place. So originally my goal was to help a million people. And because I've treated about 27,000 people, anytime you treat somebody, you help at least three people because you're helping two other people in their life. It could be the person that they don't swear out on the road or it could be somebody in their household. (laughs) So at least three people. Um, And then I've also trained about six to 7,000 people in holistic healing arts. And that's lay people also. So a lot of people take my tools like for energy management. So one of the things I teach is for business empaths or regular empaths. Like basically if you feel people's energy and it doesn't feel good and you don't know what to do with yourself, I teach you how to manage that and mm-hmm. give you tools. So a lot of people are that I work with are business people and I train them how to be in different settings and to feel energetically clear, calm, balanced, focused, and a good space and to not be – taken out of balance by other people's stuff mm-hmm. or baggage. So, I mean, my goal was a million. Now it's up to two million. And I hope to expand that because I'm also starting a podcast that I'm excited about called Woman Power Zone. And that's coming out in about a month. So hopefully that will extend internationally. That's my goal. I want to help more people. Right. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, you can lay hands on and do one to one but the the words and the philosophy and the education. education behind that can go one to many. Yes. And if anyone yep. can touch many lives, that would be you. Why, thank you. And takes one to know one. <laughs> she knows. Well, you know, 
Um, well, and it's as somebody who is empathic and can, you know, read energy and stuff, having those lessons, it's so important because it's like my baggage is heavy enough. And unless your baggage is like Louis Vuitton, I don't want to carry it. A hundred percent. Like, <laughs> I got my own and it's all mismatched and it's right? not pretty. And right? it's been around several worlds. Right. And I don't need to carry that. You and don't. so I'm, I love that you're teaching people and understanding that taking on their energy can impact how they serve. Right. And this is, this applies to everybody. This is CEOs. This is attorneys. This is social workers. This is somebody working in the this grocery is wait store. staff. This is wait staff, 100%. I did a training at American Airlines about 15 years ago for um, the people that were running the Ambassadors Club, and they loved it. They loved it. They're like, oh, finally, tools to deal with irate customers that were energetic because those are people are bringing all their anger and frustration, and they're dealing with hundreds of people like that. So I was teaching them how to shift and regulate controlling how they mm-hmm. felt that so that they don't feel that all the time. Right. Yep. Which, I mean, like how apropos, because as airlines are more and more reporting cases of like craziness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So it's a thing. Anyway, uh, how long have you been in BNI? I have been in BNI six and a half years. It's been a great experience. I've had a lot of incredible things happen. So awesome. Okay. What do you appreciate most about being a member of BNI? Well, we were talking about this before the show, and I'm thinking community connection, creativity, and making money. Because the thing is, I like to help people make money, and I like to make money too. And we get to spread it around. We get to take all that giver's gain. We get to spread it around, bring it around to the people in the community, help each other out. It's a mm-hmm. great feeling to empower people. You know, um, you know, I've talked with spiritual teachers, and uh, they always talk about how do we end suffering. Financial suffering is real. Oh, yeah. And don't let anybody tell you that making money is a bad thing because we need to end suffering, all kinds of suffering, and financial suffering is part of that. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Uh, you know, money is not a four-letter word. I mean, cash is, but you get the point. Yes. And um, you don't need to think of it, as you say, as being a negative thing. Um, you know, it's it's a reality, and it's um, it's how you deal with it and your relationship to it. 100%. And so. it affects everything else. It affects... Having enough money and abundance affects people's physical health, their emotional health, their spiritual health, and their mental health. Mm-hmm. It's it's a thing. So oh, yeah. BNI is a great way to do that. I've told a lot of my students to go to BNI. I've told students in other countries and people in other states uh, to to join BNI, and it's helped them a lot as well. Absolutely, so, yep. it's an international organization. So, yep. Uh, what is the best part of our chapter, the Plateau Partners? Uh, we have a very dynamic engaged and supportive group of people. They are, I've gotten so much support. I mean, I've been in this particular chapter for just over a year and I've gotten a huge amount of support, especially during COVID. I thought, you know, if I'm new, it might take me a year to develop relationships. People were all over it, just into it. Just super helpful. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, It was, it's always, it's been a great experience. And that was an intuitive thing, by the way. I got an intuitive hit to join this chapter. And I was like, it was right. I'm so glad. Thank God. Yep. Always yep. follow your gut. Yep. The words like, know, and trust are most commonly associated with BNI. What are three words that are commonly associated with you? Oh, that's a great question. You know, people think I'm honest and direct. That's two words. Just honest slash direct. <laughs> Funny as hell. That's three words. But 
and get her done. That's three words, too. I get stuff done. I, I'm very direct with people. I help them, like, address whatever they're dealing with, and I make them laugh. Love it. Yeah. That's a good combination. Yeah. And it's fun. So when people come to see me for healing sessions, we have a good time. It's not about like all serious and oh, working through your issues and dragging it all out. Right. It's we have a good time. We laugh. Yep. Yep. 100%. It's true. I know. (laughs) I've been there. Uh, So tell me something that your clients maybe don't know about you. Um, I don't know if my clients know that I've saved four people's lives. Really? Yep. They may not know that. Uh, One was an actual client who came to me who had an extremely horrible staph infection that went from his toes to his waist. His skin was screaming lobster red. And he didn't think that maybe I should go see a doctor. And I said, you get off my table. You go to the hospital right now. They said they told him that if he had waited another day, he would have been dead. Wow. Yeah. I was out hiking one time. I'm a be prepared kind of person. I was a Girl Scout as a child. I had my supplies. There was a guy who was lost on the way in. I said, hey, you're lost. He gave me this annoyed look, but he followed me down the hill. On the way out, the same guy was lost, except it's 25 degrees cooler. He has no flashlight. It's dark. He has no supplies, no coat, and it's starting to rain. I'm like, come here. Get on the trail. He gets on the trail. I go up to the top of the mountain. There's another guy. This is California, about a mile away in the desert, no raincoat, no light, no water, no supplies. Help, help. I'm like, follow the light. Go to the light. I get the flashlight. I'm guiding the guy over. He comes over. And you know what the guy says? He looks at the other guy and goes, thanks for saving me. And he goes, no, she saved me too. And the fourth person, <laughs> sexism, it's hilarious. I saved two men in one night. And then the fourth person, Heimlich Maneuver, um, a guy I was dating, his son, Started turning blue. All that first day training, boom, did the Heimlich maneuver. And that was that. So look at you. Yeah. I'm all over it. All over it. Wow. Yep. I, I'm feeling inadequate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is your uh, top most uh, frequently asked question? Besides, how much do I charge? Um, no, it like, can just be how much do I charge? Well, no, they they definitely want to know how much. That's the top question. Well, and the, do you take insurance? <laughs> there you go. I mean, it's there we go. It's easy. <laughs> sometimes it's just that simple. Yes. Okay. Uh, now the most favorite question that I ask: What is your favorite curse word? Ready, everybody. Drum roll. Uh, oh my gosh! I and just do you said that. say it in like an operatic way? Oh yeah, too? all the time. I or I it. sing it, dance it, dance it around. Absolutely. Because where I come from in the East Coast, it's a, it's any part of speech you want it to be. Oh. Adjective, adverb. It, it's an exclamation of adoration and appreciation. It's a form of scolding. Right. It's all kinds of things. I so, learned that in like whatever it is that the um, the language that Eskimos use or whatever, that, you know, like snow has apparently, you know, you can say it in however many ways or whatever. I think it's like 100, 100 different right. words I feel for like snow. it's the same thing with. With, with your, that word, with your hundred percent word, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> I'm not it. shy about using the word either. That's well, for sure. I hey. mean, it's a release of energy, right? Absolutely, I love it. Okay, we are um, going to take a quick break before we go more into depth with Ariel Hubbard of Hubbard Health Solutions. We'll be right back.
Want to network with Plateau Partners members in person? You can by visiting one of their weekly Friday meetings at 8.30 a.m. Pacific Time. You'll meet and network with members, hear about their businesses, and see for yourself how a BNI meeting works. Text BNI PPINFO to 55678 or go to BNINW.com and search for Plateau Partners. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back to the show. You're listening to Plateau Partners Pulse. I'm your host, Stacey Heller. I'm joined by Ariel Hubbard of Hubbard Health Solutions. So now we're really going to get into stuff. Absolutely. Okay. So you mentioned that you are a holistic health practitioner. You are a licensed massage therapist. So there's so much more to massage than like, you know, being the licensed massage therapist. Um, It's all this energy work. So talk to me about that. So people have energy anatomy just like they have physical anatomy. So they have a chakra system. They have a meridian system. They have an auric field. Uh, and there are other structures as well, but I just want to keep it relatively simple. <laughs> and so I know. Too so, late. <laughs> I know. Too late. So right now we're in a studio and we're looking out and there's a traffic jam out there on the freeway. Right. And so you guys probably have ever driven in, um, in traffic. Right. You get grouchy, you get irritated and you get annoyed when you're in stagnant flow. It's just like that in the body when the energy isn't flowing the way it's supposed to. If that continues over time, that starts as an irritation and annoyance, and if it continues over time, it can accumulate and become a health problem. So you need to you need to open up that flow and keep that energy moving. It's supposed to flow. Like in the radiance, two, for two hours every day, the major organs are getting bathed in a certain energy. There's lung time, large intestine time, stomach time, heart time. If that gets disrupted, that can disrupt the functions of those organs. It's, it's a thing. Mm-hmm. And that applies for the chakras, the auric field. All those structures have their own innate flow, and they need to be opened up. And people, what they do is when they get triggered by something, they react by closing down, down the flow. Mm-hmm. They can invert their chakras. They can um, make put them inside out. They can blow them out. They can shut them down. They can turn them on. They can turn them off. And what I do is help help them get them open and flowing symmetrically in the way they're supposed to flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's such a fascinating practice. I've learned over the past few years about energy work and chakras and how the whole thing works. And it's every time I try to bring this like, you know, stoic East Coast, like this doesn't make sense persona that I was raised to be to this whole idea of energy work and chakras and, and all of these things. It gets blown out of the water because what I experience and what I witness firsthand, it's like, yeah, there's something to this. And it's it's just fascinating. And and I think what people don't realize is that with each chakra, there is a part of your anatomy that's associated with that particular area. And the fact that, you know, I can I can have a treatment with you and you say, hey, I'm noticing that you're blocked here and then you can either associate it with part of my anatomy and am I having a medical issue there or an emotional or psychological issue there or whatever it is. Like, oh, 
you seem to be having some issues with your voice, for instance, in my throat chakra. Right. What's going on with your pharynx? What's going on with your larynx? Right. Right. And why aren't you speaking Mm -hmm. your truth? Right. And, you know, I'm like. Or receiving. Right. And, you know, I'm like, okay. The most common obstruction, posterior neck, that's how people relate to their job. That's the most common one right there. Interesting. Low back, that's the back of the uh, second chakra. Second chakra is money, sex, creativity, and, uh, like, personal power, close relationships. And in the back, it has to do with how we relate to ourselves. So low back and neck pain, those so are the two. So we don't have our own backs. Issues. Yep. Right? Like, and, keeping it simple. Yes. Like, we literally, it, if it's our relation to ourselves, then correct. we don't have our own back. And sometimes people don't feel supported financially. And a lot of times that's their own issue with themselves, really. Right. Yep. And the decision making that they're 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 doing or not doing. Interesting. Yep. So once you know the symbology of the chakras, that already gives me information about, okay, what are possible issues that could be going on with somebody? And then when I can see the energy in the chakras and it's congested or it's dark or it's it's broken, it's distorted, it's you know, mm-hmm. um, not flowing the way it's supposed to. That gives me an idea of how what's happening in that center. And then I can start to talk with the person about opening that up. Well, and I love flowing. your analogy of, you know, traffic. And it's like all this stuff, it's trying to merge and it's not going and you're, you know. And right. And people are yelling and swearing out the windows. Right. The whole Those thing. are the cells that are grouchy because there's pain and histamines in the tissue and it hurts. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like that. Just it's, like that. Yep. It's totally fascinating. Well, mm-hmm. and you talk about the swirl of energy. Yes. So that is your energy in like its ideal. So the swirl is my nickname. Yeah. So tell for me when about people swirl. when people um, get into negative energy patterns where they get emotionally reactive. So the swirl is my name for when they get emotionally reactive and then uh, they keep triggering the reaction over and over again. And I have a thing called the swirl index. And it's like, how triggered are you? Do you like want to get over yourself? That's scale one through five. And then from six to 10 is they like the swirl and they like to participate in drama and yell and scream and have, have tantrums because they think it gives them more life to have all these negative emotional reactions. To well, stuff. and that martyr syndrome, right? That's part of it. Martyr syndrome, being a victim, um, like being perpetually angry. Like these are people that get aliveness from negative states, but that's not good for their body and doesn't feel good. And so when I'm working with people, I'm helping them get out of their swirl. I teach them different ways to do that. I clear them energetically, and then I also give them suggestions. And part of what I do is I teach my clients to get tools to deal with their issues and to step out of that habitual way of reacting and into a different space. It's yeah. interesting because um, we have a couple people in our BNI chapter that talk about narratives, right? So the narratives yes. that we get into. And it's like you are also talking about those narratives, but from a physical standpoint. Or an energetic standpoint. Yeah. So, and when they're talking about narratives, they're talking about archetypes and ways of being. And that's the mental approach. And mm-hmm. they're, they're working with their clients to deal with the mental aspect. And I'm dealing with that energetically. A lot of times I work with psychologists because psychologists are great because they help people deal with their mental issues and they deal with tools. But the clients don't always heal all the way because they need to deal with the feelings behind that stuff and the energetic flow behind those behaviors or ways of thinking or feeling. I've been learning lately that we use feelings and emotions interchangeably and that maybe we shouldn't. That feelings, like it's how your body is feeling. 
And I would call that a sensation or a reaction to something. Right. Like that's so a somatic thing. That's a reaction to an experience. Mm-hmm. An emotion is the actual energy of an, uh, let's, I would guess, an emotive state mm-hmm. versus a sensation, which is like, uh, like how your body's reading an experience. They are different from each other. Well, and most of us, I don't think, pay attention to the sensations that are happening in our body. We ignore them. Yes. And so so tell me if I am like, I, I don't know what's going on. I just know that I am over it. I'm over it. Right. I'm over the craziness. I'm over my kids at home, my work, um, my husband snoring, whatever it is. And I want to come in and have a session with you. I'll joke with somebody that they have OIS, over it syndrome. There you right? go. Yeah. And it's we'll, a thing. We'll, we'll joke about it, but it's real. Wow. And so what, I'm, what I do is help people release. Over it means you've met your limit mm-hmm. and you need to discharge some energy because what that means is you're congested. You're upset and angry and frustrated, but you don't have a way to express that energy. So I open up acupoints, I open up chakras, but I also do the massage too. Right. Right. And then I open up those spaces so that the the congestion can release out of the tissue. And I actually see it clairvoyantly. I call them geysers of release. And they're like literally these like huge flows of energy offloading and clearing out of somebody's body. You're like the pimple popper of Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, people love watching Dr. Pimple Popper, and you're like doing the same thing. It's totally like that. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Oh, yeah, big time, except it lasts longer than that. It's like, sometimes it's like a couple minutes. So if if I'm coming in, and let's say, you know, it's my first appointment, and I'm scheduling this, and, you know, I'm letting you know those things, and I'm coming in for a massage, thinking that I'm getting a massage, do you explain, like, you know, hey, I may find these things, are you able to see if people are open to you reading the energy? Um, Sometimes I do that. Sometimes I, I don't discuss it ahead of time because some people I can tell they'll get freaked out if I say that. (laughs) So read the room, Ariel, read the room. So what I do is I, I, I read the room and read their body language and what their focus is. Um, a lot of people like you were describing yourself being intellectual East coasty wanting to poo poo this stuff. Well, I'm from the East coast. I grew up with people like that. I get it. And the thing is, I'm not going to violate someone's conceptual boundaries by bringing in a bunch of woo-woo stuff into their Mm -hmm. space unless I know there's openness. What creates openness is someone having an experience. So a lot of times I'm massaging them and I'll say, hey, can you feel that uh, wave of energy that just moved through your body and down your legs? They're like, yeah. I go, yeah, that was an emotional release. Uh, That was energy releasing. Now just imagine your feet opening up and let that energy just shoot out your feet. Once they experience it, Mm -hmm. then we can have a conversation. Sometimes before the session, I'll say, hey, just so you know, you might have some emotional stuff come up or, hey, if you see any scenes from your past or get any colors or visuals, that's totally normal part of the session. Um, And I have this stuff up on my website. I mean, I'm out. It's up on my website. It's not a secret. Nope. Um, It's amazing. And and it's I tell people just so you know, this is this is what you could could experience when you're experiencing this work. Right. And I. I love that in, you know, I'm I'm mostly asking the questions so that people that are listening, 
you know, have that sense of what to expect. And what I've learned with this type of work is that if you come in with ego, then you're not going to have the full experience. And what people forget is ego isn't just like, oh, I know better, right? That East Coast, like, that I was talking about. Right. It's also insecurity. And an insecurity that I'm not going to experience it or I'm not going to get it or, you know, I'm going to somehow miss it or it's not meant for me. And so what I have found is that letting go of ego, thinking that I know better or thinking that I'm worthy of less and just going in and trying to just be present and experience it, it makes a world of difference. You are so, so good. She's so good. Oh, my gosh. You're so good. I mean. (laughs) It's true. A lot of times when I work with people – they're so busy listing their their problems that they're missing the moment. They're talking about their problems all the way through the session. Sometimes it takes me a few sessions to help them get to a place where they can drop down in the state of peace, relaxation, bliss, and healing. Mm-hmm. They can get there. Sometimes it just takes a while. Their anxious self needs to know that they're safe. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they just need to have someone hear them talk about what's going on. And eventually they'll get more present and drop down into that state. Well, and like any good energy healer, um, practitioner, you don't go where you're not invited. No. And so it's a safe environment. And, you know, I am always like when I come in and I have a session with you, I'm like, let's see where this goes. I mean, I personally love that. I love that, you know, yes, it's going to involve massage. And so that's awesome. Um, And, you know. So I might be on your neck, right? I'm working on your neck. And then I get some points on your head. And I'm like, ooh, there's stuff in here. And then I'll open them up. And you'll say, oh, my gosh, I see X, Y, and Z. Or I feel X, Y, and Z. And I'll be like, okay, we're going to work with that. And Mm -hmm. then we start talking about what you're seeing or feeling, right? Yep. And then all of a sudden there's this giant release. Yeah. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be painful or uncomfortable. And it can be just effortless, actually. Really. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is all you have to do is people all have to do is breathe. They don't have to do anything. It's not like they have to work hard for it. Or right. Anything. It's it better if you don't. Yes. I mean, you know, and again, it's that that presence piece. Um, yeah, it's just fascinating. Um, let's take a quick break. OK. And then when we come back, I want to talk more about the different services that you have because there's like a bajillion things that you do. It's true. You're multi-hyphenate. I do want to remind everybody that's listening to the show that the show is sponsored by other members of the Plateau Partners. Uh, They are all folks that Ariel and I know personally. Mm -hmm. And as I said, we know, like, and trust them. And so pay attention to these, these short breaks because... These are people that we would happily refer and recommend. 100%. We'll be right back with Plateau Partners Pulse and Ariel Hubbard. Awesome. Tax law changes all the time, which is both annoying and stressful. Relax. Raj Prabhu is a CPA and enrolled agent and sometimes marriage counselor. It's his passion to keep track of, learn, and master the nuances of ever-changing tax law and requirement. He saves his client time and money so they can focus on their relationships because advising clients how to maximize money-saving strategies minimizes their stress. Raj speaks tax, so you don't have to. Connect with Raj of RLP Tax and Accounting, PLA. LC through his website, www.rlptax.com. 
www.rlptax.com. It takes 100 milliseconds to make a first impression. That's one-fourth the length of a human blink. What does your headshot say about you in that time? Pierre of Full Rev Photography helps you decide what impression to leave. Pierre focuses both on the eyes, hinting at who you are inside, and on the expression to capture what you choose to project to the world so you appear on screen as you do in life on your best day. Full Rev Photography. Impression through the lens of expression. For more information, visit headshot.fullrev.com. That's headshot.folrev.com. Entrepreneurs, is your why lackluster, stale, or missing for investor pitches and presentations? Do you lean on data rather than a compelling narrative to tell your story? Stories sell ideas, don't leave them out. The ability to tell your story with impact is an essential business skill. Find and finesse your story so you can finance your brand and business with Melissa Reeves, CEO of Story Fruition. Melissa teaches core storytelling elements that engage clients and investors alike. Recently, one CEO secured over $35 million in Series A funding using the Story Fruition method. Get started at storyfruition.com. Want to hear something different from talk radio? Keep your dial on Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Plateau Partners Pulse. We're back with Ariel Hubbard of Hubbard Health Solutions. Before the break, we were talking about the swirl and dealing with it. And we were talking about the energy work that Ariel does. And it's funny. People do think that it's woo-woo and, you know, whatever they may think. However, the the things that you're helping people deal with, the things that I've come in, and I'm outing myself, so I've said this on other episodes, I out myself, people that I work with never out me. Um, so and it's a violation if we right, did. Exactly. So we don't. <laughs> exactly. So I am I am openly sharing and giving you permission to comment. Um that you know, I've come in and I make no bones about the fact that I deal with my depression, my anxiety, my ADHD, um, that I'm a fifty one year old woman that like my idea of a good night of sleep is five hours uninterrupted. Yep. And I know that these are some areas that you work with clients on. Um, so tell me some more about that. Okay, so somebody might come in and they're they're saying, I need to deal with depression. So I'm going to be doing a couple things. First of all, I'm going to be having a conversation with them about like their symptoms, how that shows up. What kind of depression is it? Is it situational? Is it dysthymia? Is it um, long-term clinical? That's the kind you can't get out of bed kind. And then I ask them, like, who's treating them? I talk about meds. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, I give them tools. I take them through the session. But what I do is, I do, based on what they're talking about, I give them tools. So let's talk, say we're talking about uh, seasonal affective disorder, which, mm-hmm. by the way, is not just necessarily wintertime. Little fact of the day. I found that over. I research all really? the time. Yeah. I, I mean, found I'm out not that, a fan of summer, but. No, but some people get it in the summer. Weird. I, I found that out. Like, I'm always researching and trying to get new information. So sure. I found that out. So, um, like, I have, like, little protocols I come up with. I'm like, okay, get a happy light, full-spectrum light. 
Get them on Amazon. Um, not sponsored. Ex- whoopee. Whoopee. Ex- hey, <laughs> exercise. That's number one for depression and anxiety. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll If they want, if they work with crystals, I'll give them crystal um, they can use. I'll talk to them about flower essences. So I use a, a I give them tools they can use outside of the session. I'll talk to them about um, creative self-expression. A lot of people are depressed because they're not expressing themselves creatively. Okay. Um, a lot of people are depressed because they're just not expressing themselves. Mm-hmm. I'll talk right. to them about uh, sex. Do you have to like bleep that out? I don't know. You can say that on the you radio. Can, or you can say sex. sex. Yes. There are a lot of people that are unhappy with their sex life yes. and are not able to express thing. their sexuality. It's a thing. So I will talk to them about that. I'll talk to them about nutrition. I'm not a nutritionist. I did write a nutrition course with a naturopath when I um, for um, an educational purpose at one time. I, we had several students take that course. So I'll talk to them about like you might want to consider some of these things. You might want to talk with a naturopath. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, I'll talk to them about life goals because I'll talk. Are you are you setting goals? Are you not setting goals? Like what are you doing? Like and so that's and the thing is. A lot of people will never talk to them about this stuff. They will not get all of that information in one place. And that's what I mean I'm an HHP. I don't just give them a session. I give them tools, information, and things that they can do. I give them good advice. I had a woman, I gave her advice. She said her legs and her, and, uh, her legs and feet hurt. I said, you need to go get checked out for orthotics. She said it was a game changer, total game changer for her. So, mm-hmm. um I, well, it's, yeah. I think when people, very often when people go to the doctor, and I'll speak, I'll only speak for myself, I'm a cradle Catholic. So the idea of going to confession, right? Like, I didn't ever actually say, like, oh, yeah, I totally used to steal candy bars from the store <laughs> and, like, you know, all the things that I did. I was like, I talk back to my mother. I'm not always nice to my kids. I can be impatient. And, you know, meanwhile, I'm like, wink, wink, hey, God. Like, you know what's up, right? And I'm imagining God like, wink, wink, yep, I got you. And so in the same way, I, I'm i terrible about saying to my general practitioner, you know, like they're like, gee, I noticed you've gained some weight. And I'm like, yeah, it's crazy. You know, and I'm not fully confessing that like I never walk. I walk to the refrigerator. I eat like a ding dong and, you know, whatever it is. We don't tell our full truth. And right. so a good practitioner can read that. And that's what I'm saying. So, you know, what it seems like you're bringing is this full truth and, you know, you starting that conversation and being open to it and asking those questions, it's like it gives permission to to talk about it. True. And a lot of times I use my intuition to ask them questions about things that I think are going on also. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, like depression can be hormonal. It can be caused by medication, heart medications. There's some heart medications that cause depression. I found that out from research. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so there are different things. Like when I look at their intake, I'm looking at, okay, what's going on? And then I look at how they present and what their energy, like if they have a big dark cloud in their auric field, I'm like, okay, somebody's got a little depression going on. Reor. Reor. If the energy is like zappy and buzzy, somebody's got some anxiety going on. Right. So then then I'm looking at, well, what can I do with anxiety? We need to look at where's that anxiety coming from? Is that their brainwaves moving too fast? They're a great candidate for clinical hypnotherapy and teaching them how to control and regulate their brainwaves. That's huge. Um, There are different ways to do that. Yeah. I mean, you can and I'll give them I'll say you might want to go do biofeedback. I don't I don't 
keep people in session with me just for the sake of doing it. I work with them as long as I can help them. And then I always refer them out to other practitioners if I think that would be helpful. Yep. But like, for instance, with anxiety, like the exercise thing is also key. Proper nutrition is key. Hydration is key. Um, omega fatty acids. I think I'm like over five right now. It's like crazy. <laughs> like, huh. This maybe this may explain some of my anxiety issues. I'm like It's huge. <laughs> it's it's you know, it's huge. Um those things are really super important. I mean, along with dealing with feelings of feeling out of control and just not feeling like that's a big one. And so I help people with that a lot. Well, and you know, as somebody that deals with uh ADHD and attentive yeah. type. I'll feel, you know, it's great for my creativity and that kind of thing. But as a business owner trying to stay on task and do all of these things, it can make me feel out of control, which then increases my anxiety. hundred percent. Mm-hmm. And then to you, I'd be saying, okay, delegate those tasks that you have difficulty with. And I give a lot, I have a lot of people working with that. So I'll give them time management tips. Mm-hmm. Um, that's stuff I've learned from being a business owner. Set alarms for yourself. Um, and then I'll look at, like, are you visual learner, kinesthetic, or auditory? So I'll give them tools that work best with whatever their best learning system is. Some people, like, alarms are great because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, yeah, I need to do that. And then right. they'll do it. Um, if some people have a self-sabotage going on, alarms don't work. I need to give them something else. I need oh, yeah. to give them I'm, another idea. I'm a classic Tanya Harding. Like, totally. You mean with... You know, cutting people with ice skates or <laughs> no, like, like not like that. Like, okay, like chopping myself at my own knees. Oh, okay, good. Just and making like, sure because, like, while she did that, or you know, Jeff, her Whatever. fiance did, did it that, right? to someone else. You're essentially doing it to yourself, right? And so, so chopping yourself off at the knees because of that, like, imposter syndrome and the saboteurs and all of that kind of thing, right? It really messes with you, right? So. And then what I look at is I look at helping you reframe. That's what in hypnotherapy, I use that all the time, is helping people find ways to look at it differently. Like, what's the why of why you would limit yourself through self-sabotage? And then what do you get out of that? What's your, what's your gain from that? And what are you really afraid of? And then what do you really want? And then how can you help yourself get what you really want? I feel like I'm in therapy right I now. I know, right? I'm like, I know. I want to be a star, Ariel. I want to be a star. star. <laughs> well, okay. Like I was, I work, I work with people all the time. Like somebody, um, I, I do things like behavior modification as part of my work. And a lot of times people have the, don't tell me what to do. Me, me, me. And that's like, they're, you know, angry four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 year old. And it's like, well, I'm not telling you to do anything. Mm-hmm. You get to tell yourself what you want. And so it's just changing it so it's not someone else telling them what to do. That is the most common uh, form of self-sabotage is don't tell me what to do. I, I, I mean, almost everybody that I work with behavior modification, there's some version of that in their subconscious. Yeah, I'm totally like, please tell me what to do. Right? <laughs> like, please, because it's clearly not working, like, well, but what that, I'm doing. See, but you're great because – then you're open and receptive. Willingness is key in any healing process. It doesn't matter how good the practitioner is. The person has to be willing to receive and move forward. And so like for hypnotherapy, if somebody wants to, if they have test anxiety, they have depression, they have regular anxiety, um, they want to stop smoking, they want to transform their weight, whatever it is, or they want to just get unstuck 
Mm-hmm. What I tell them is you have to be willing to make that shift. And I ask, are you really willing to stop smoking? Right. And if you're not, who is it? Which part of your consciousness is not willing? You, you, every, you know, if it's 95% and there's that 5%, let's talk to that 5% and figure out what their deal is. And that's not just smoking cessation. That's anything. That's people who are afraid of being successful in business, people who are of issues with making money, mm-hmm. people who are sabotaging, like, their, like, whatever it is that they need to do that they're not doing. Like, if you're not filing your tax returns, what's up with that? Like, these are questions I've asked people in sessions. I'm like, oh, my gosh, how did you know? I know. Well, <laughs> with, you know, what's amazing, though, is that, like, I've counseled people who could have gotten access to tens of thousands of dollars and they they just weren't willing to do the paperwork. It's like, OK, let's look where that's that's coming from something deeper. Mm-hmm. And usually they're trying to prove their parents wrong or right. If their parents sent the messages of you're good enough or you're not good enough, there's usually some kind of proving of wrong or right in there. Mm-hmm. Once that gets adjusted, and usually it's part of their conscious that's still a child that needs to be progressed up to adulthood and say, you know, it's okay to be successful, right? Right. And that's a huge thing for a lot of people. It's huge. It, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Right? Preaching to the choir. Right. Now, uh, the hypnotherapy. Talk to me about that because the... The energy work that you do and the massage and energy work, those are like table sessions. I can do energy work at a distance. That's not, I can do that too. Um, So, for those of you who are listening who are not in the Seattle area and you want to work with me, I can do that over Zoom. I can do it at a distance and I can do it internationally. Mm -hmm. Hypnotherapy, I can do the same. I've been doing hypnotherapy since 1999. It was a good year. It was a good year. And I've been teaching clinical hypnotherapists. Since oh, it's about uh, about ten or fifteen years now. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I also um, train hypnotherapists, and so um, what I'm looking is helping them. What are their goals? Mm-hmm. What do they want to achieve? Um, and what do they need help with? And then I get a history of what's going on, and I'm looking at some of these issues. Okay, we're going to get woo woo alert. Woot woot. Exactly. Some of this is um, present life a trauma that mm-hmm. needs to be addressed. Some of it's past life trauma. There are people that come to see me. They've been to every doctor known to man. Their health issue is a past life problem. I go in there. I help them resolve the issue from a past life. And the pain goes away like magic because hypnotherapy is magical. It really is. It's, 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 it's incredible. Fascinating. I've, I have done it's it. It's not brainwashing and is not mind control. To be clear, what I do is I help people change the way they perceive Whatever it is that they're, what they've made decisions about. Mm-hmm. You know, I am successful, or I am a non smoker, or I am beautiful, or I accept and love myself. Mm-hmm. Like these are basic thoughts that are very deep. And when people change these, their thinking from one state to another, they get aliveness from feeling good instead of aliveness from being, feeling bad. And then all the self sabotaging behavior. They stop it and they they exhibit and move forward with life empowering behaviors. It's amazing. It's I mean, trans- it changed my life. It's I mean, transformational. It, it is. That's it. Well, and what I will say to people that question the whole idea of hypnotherapy and you know past life work and that kind of thing, I remember. Well, I, don't, I don't work with people who question it. Well, right, right. So because because that's not going to work for them. Exactly. Yeah. However, there might be people that are listening that are like, mm, maybe here's what I will say. I remember for my 30th birthday, um, 
a friend of mine was like, hey, do you want to go get your palm read or do you want to have a past life regression? And I was I love like, it. Palm like, life, palm reading or past yeah, life Yeah, and I was like, oh, past life. And so I'm like, that'll be fun. Okay, right? not fun in that. Why not? What happened? Not fun in that the life that I visited, it was a little stark and sad. And what's interesting is, you know, after that, I was like, well, you know, this is a bunch of junk, whatever, whatever. I've had other sessions where I visited different places with similar, like, Different locations, similar energy or vibe. And here's what I will say. You can question the whole thing. However, what is it about your subconscious mind that has you choose these doorways that you go into, that has you answer in the way that you answer, that has you, you know, in the environment that you're in or the choices or struggles or the things that you see? So in these, my personal experiences, I haven't done it with you yet, um, you know, you have these, as you say, you're not brainwashed and you're not asleep or whatever. You you have choice. And so there is something that is rising up in you that is answering this, these questions or, you know, wherever you're being guided and it's bringing something up. Yep. And so rather than poo-poo it, again, it's the ego. Yes. Just 100%. like let it go. And what's interesting is I have I have maintained over the years, I'm like, I know that in a past life, I was like either a migrant worker or a farmer or something. And my kids always laugh at me. And I'm like, no, like, I'm not even kidding. And sure enough, I did a past life, didn't say anything to the person. And they're like, oh, this is interesting. You know, blah, 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 blah. Well, I'm going to jump in. So here's the thing about past lives. Every lifetime you have, you accumulate tools, abilities, awarenesses, experiences. All of that is retained by your superconscious. So those tools, if you connect with that life, you can access the tools and abilities and distinctions and knowledge base that you had in that prior life. So, you know, I come in and years, probably 10 or 15 years before I ever went to massage school, I can see meridians, I can palpate, palpate acupoints, and I can feel that. Where did that knowledge base come from? That was one of my lifetimes as um, an acupuncture master in China. There you go. Yep. And so, I mean, I knew stuff. There's no way I, sh- I should have or could have mm-hmm. known that stuff. Yep. Like, I knew I could see it. I could feel it. I knew it. And I can berry pick like nobody's business. I'll bet you can. <laughs> My kids are like, this isn't even fun. I'm like, <laughs> of course it's not fun. It's work. I'm like, that's what you did. Pick the berries. Pick the berries. Because <laughs> that's what you did. Exactly. Well, and the thing is, the other thing about past lives that's interesting is preferences. Like, I'm a freak for harpsichords. Who knew? And I'm a freak for containers, like beautiful boxes. That's all living life in um, France in the French court. Interesting. And living in, I was in Versailles. I lived, I lived in the French aristocracy in more than one incarnation. And, you know, when you're like a woman in that kind of lifestyle, you're not working. So you're looking at the, you're playing the harpsichord Mm -hmm. and you're looking at all the pretty stuff because what else are you going to (laughs) do? Right. Right. Except having babies and, you know, you know, but you're learning to be entertaining, engaging and someone pleasant to socialize with, basically. So, some we have these um, experiences. We have things we run away from and things we run toward. 
based on our past life experiences. That that expression, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, also applies to incarnation. What happens in incarnation stays in incarnation. Mm -hmm. So if you don't resolve an issue before you die, it stays with you. The next time you come in, it's with you. And that's part of like a part of what I do when I'm working with people is if I can't um, address an issue that's there, like within my scope of practice, if there's something that I'm working on that's not getting better after a few sessions, because mm-hmm. I get good, pretty good results, very good results, mm-hmm. usually in the 90% or higher, it's either out of my scope of practice and I need to refer them to somebody else or it's a past life issue. So a lot of times then I'll go deal with the past life and then it will shift and resolve. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. So interesting. I mean, and you talk a lot about how the work that you do is transformational. Yes. That's been a a lot of time. My goal is to help people live the highest and best life. So like a lot of people come in, the reason why they have health problems is because they hate their job. They hate their job and they have all the stress in their body, pain in their body. Some people, they don't have life direction. That's where their suffering is. Some people, they're not emotionally self-expressed. Some people, they're lonely. Right. So I'm helping them create the life that they want to create. So I ask the questions to help move them toward the life that they want to create. And over time, people progress in their development. And I some of these people I've mentored for years or even longer. I have clients I've worked with 15 or 20 years off and on. But they make progress. Mm -hmm. They and I I jokingly call myself the professional ass snipper. <laughs> so and, and you have to beep that out. Oh, well. But just use your imagination. My goal is to help move people along. Not everybody comes to see me for that. That's the person that wants to progress and move to their next level. Some people, they just want to relax and feel good. And I can do that, too. I can help people just relax and feel good. It's not always intense or crazy. Sometimes it's just, ah. Just depends on what people need. Right. And that's that's the thing that is so powerful, that there is that depth of choice and that it can just be the I'm over it syndrome and I need to feel better so that I can face the world and feel human again. And sometimes it's like I'm over it as in myself and I'm ready to go deeper. Right. So. Yep. Either one. If people want to learn more about you and your services Share with them where they can learn more, please. Oh, thank you. So you can find me at arielhubbard.com. That's A-R-I-E-L, like the Little Mermaid, although it's from Shakespeare, and Hubbard, like Old Mother Hubbard, H-U-B-V-A-R-D. So <laughs> I, I'm spelling it because people spell my name like the font. Yeah. And it's not the font. It's A-R-I-E-L. Mm-hmm. So arielhubbard.com, you can read about me, the services I provide. I do 24 styles of massage, eight different styles of energy work and clinical hypnotherapy. I work at a distance and in person. You can read about what I do, testimonials and stuff like that. You can text me. Uh, don't make me regret this, people. But you can text me <laughs> at 971-319-2618 and ask for information. I'm, I'm also creating that uh, Woman Power Zone podcast. It's an empowerment podcast for women. I'm going to be interviewing amazing, powerful women and also giving really cool tips and tools that's coming out in about a month. And you can also find me on Patreon. I'll be on Patreon coming up in about a month, too. So exciting. Yes. So many things that you're doing. And I'm you are, you are not just talking the talk. You are walking the talk. 
Thank you. So thank you for being our guest today on Plateau Partners Pulse. It was so great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, And, you know, speaking about like, know, and trust and referrals and all of that, I can personally attest that uh, working with Ariel is amazing. She is amazing. Uh, Remember that you can learn more about Plateau Partners by texting BNIPPINFO to 55678. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram under BNI Plateau Partners. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you. Take care, everybody. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. See you.